0: We are back. Welcome back to the Fake Cave. Happy to have you guys here with us. Excited for another episode here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Home of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 8 coming up in June. We're watching the NFL Draft. We're having some PBRs. We're having a good time. And we have a great guest tonight, Chad Flatt from uh, a new store opening up in the Nashville area. That I uh, hope you guys will visit. Um, it is a uh, called Music City Toys, and so we're going to talk to him about uh, you know starting a vintage toy store uh, during a pandemic and how he got here, his collecting background, and um, you know what it's what it's taken to get to this point. They open up on May first, which is pretty cool. Uh, you can follow them on social media. It is Music City Toys at uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. So, uh Chad is a member of our Fig Cave Facebook group, which I recommend that you check out it's uh completely free number one number two we've got about almost four hundred people in there now buying and selling and trading figures, talking wrestling uh just kind of shooting the shit and having a good time and uh I highly recommend it, so check it out it's uh easiest way to get there is the Fig Cave. Dot com, Or you can just, when you're on Facebook, just search The Fig Cave in the little search bar up top, and it'll take you there. want to shout out to some of our sponsors real quick. Our buddy Dion at Stack of Cards, cards with a Z on the end, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. If you're looking for hard-to-find wrestling, football, basketball, you know, 90s Batman cards Everything, top to bottom, best place to do it. He's restocking all the time, always posts his new stuff on Fridays on social media. Uh, you can check him out there. Our good buddy Peter Winters from the Dog Pound Wrestling Toys page on Facebook and on Instagram is dogpound underscore wrestling. Uh, later on in the show, he's going to give away an Elite 83 Edge to one of you lucky listeners who left a five-star review on our Apple Podcast page. All you had to do is leave a review, and you're going to be entered to win this figure automatically. We'll send it to you. You don't have to pay for shipping or anything. It's going to come right to your mailbox. And uh, don't fear. If you didn't do a review yet, get it in. We're going to do another giveaway next month. I don't know what the figure is going to be, but, hey, it's free. Uh, it's a nice, nice deal. All you have to do is give us a nice five-star review and tell us how great our podcast is. Uh, last but not least, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Use code CAVE, C-A-V-E, to uh, get our 10% off discount. And uh, I am not lying when I tell you guys my favorite shirt. You know when you open up your T-shirt drawer and, like, you have 100 shirts in there but there's like three of them that you like have in a heavy rotation. Those are all collar and elbow for me, the softest shirts, the best designs. They don't look like gaudy ugly wrestling t-shirts from other websites, not to throw any shade, but um their designs are slick, uh, their prices are great. There's always sales going on, plus you get the 10% off on top of whatever sale they have. Um so check them out, collarandelbowbrand.com. Honestly, when I go to Home Depot or Target or something uh, and I wear one of their shirts, someone, at least one person asked me. It's really weird. You know, I'm not a good-looking guy. No one ever talks about anything I'm wearing except if I'm wearing collar and elbow shirts. People stop me and say, what is that? what does that mean? What is it? Um, It's kind of a good conversation starter. So check them out. And uh, that's about it. Thank you for our our sponsors helping us keep the lights on here. Let's get Chad on the line and talk to him about opening a toy store. Man, sounds like a dream. All right. On the line, we have our good friend and member of the Fig Cave on Facebook, Chad Flat. What's going on, Chad? How are you this beautiful evening? Man, I'm good. How are you doing? too bad i got uh, one of my favorite days of the year watching the nfl draft um even though my my team won't be picking for another uh four or five hours but uh it's all good how (laughs) how about you you're a titans fan titans fan
1: that's right right here in music
0: city yeah ravens fan and titans fan breaking bread this is uh oh man this is uh (laughs) dogs and cats are getting along now (laughs) stomping on the logos everywhere they everywhere (laughs) we go uh that's right the store is uh music city toys and collectibles correct that is correct yeah you guys are having a grand opening on saturday uh the first of may yep
1: just a couple days away grand opening
0: i'm excited man uh, you've been posting a lot of cool pictures you're sitting right behind or right in front of a huge wall of uh mattel elites there which uh i have to admit i zoomed in and was like looking at every single one <laughs> seeing which ones i needed and stuff but uh, uh tell us about your background chad um i you guys have been open on, you know, you've had social media for a while, but this is now kind yeah. of a physical store. We'll get into more right. about the store, but I want to hear more about you. Did you collect as a kid? Have you, you know, been on and off? And what what did you collect growing up and into your adulthood?
1: Well, what got me started in the world of collectibles, like most kids that grew up in the '80s when the big boom hit, was sports cards. So I was a baseball card guy uh, back in the late '80s on for several several years and. Uh, of course, as far as wrestling goes, I've been a wrestling fan since the early 80s. And when LJNs came out, that was my thing. So I, re- I still remember vividly coming home from school, like second grade. My mom had been to Kmart and got all of Series 1 in the ring. So uh, I was I was an LJN kid, and uh, that was kind of my thing. But, yeah, it was always sports and wrestling for me.
0: Very nice. And uh, as you grew older, like uh, now, uh, starting the store, what what made you kind of delve into – being a now small business owner?
1: Well, you know, I, I guess I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit or a, a side hustle mentality, I guess I had. Uh, I set up my a table at a baseball card show when I was 11 years old for the first time <laughs> nice. and uh, just kind of went from there and, and, and dealt exclusively in sports memorabilia for many years and just over the years started branching out into toys and pop culture related stuff, autographs, things of that nature. So it's been something that's been ongoing for a while. And uh, I had a retail location from 2002 to 2013 and uh, closed it to concentrate on conventions and started doing conventions around the country for the last several years. And now here we are again, the time is right for a, a retail brick and mortar store and this area needs something like this. And, uh, I'm excited to be able to bring it. We got uh, we we as you said we've had a, a good social media presence for quite some time. We just rebranded a little over a year ago. We used to be known as Heroes and Legends, and we rebranded Music City Toys, and uh, with with the idea of retail in our future. And uh, yeah, so here we are, all these years later, we're back to back to basics again, back to the storefront. So
0: nice, very nice. What what do you attribute this boom now? Because I mean, I'm sure that's one of the reasons to really get into the retail game. Um, have you seen it? Like you've been in longer than me. You've probably seen the highs and the lows. And now, you know, we're in a definite high point right now. What What do you attribute this to? I mean, you can't you can't say. I mean, you can you can give it to to the stimulus bonuses, and that's why people are spending money. But I think overall, collecting and across the board, not just wrestling figures, has gone yeah. up in the last two three years since I've gotten really heavy into it. What do you think's been the the main contributors for that?
1: Well. I think part of it is pandemic driven. You know, the last year people have had less places to spend their disposable income. They've been stuck at home. So they've been doing a lot of shopping online. And I think people are bored and looking for stuff to do and got into some hobbies or maybe rekindled an old hobby or bought stuff they normally wouldn't buy. But, uh, you know, I think that's part of it. But I think, again, you know, every 20, 25 years or so, you know, that generation grows up you know they, they go to college or whatever they enter the workforce they start to have some disposable income and everybody wants to recapture their youth or things that they fondly remember from their childhood and and uh, so it all comes it's kind of cyclical every couple decades you'll see a boom and uh, it just happened to be that collided with the pandemic collided with people having extra money and and uh, you know we've seen insane sales in a lot of collectibles especially the sports card world it just keeps topping itself every day it seems and mm. And, you know, toys and action figures, wrestling figures is no different. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of factors. I feel like it was a perfect storm of things that kind of got us to where we are now.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm in my late 30s. I hate to admit, but uh, I guess it's like the <laughs> mid to late 30s. Like now, we're all like, you know, we have families. We, you know, we have jobs right. that we can afford to do more than just pay rent and eat ramen, so we can go out and right. have more disposable income. And we're like, kind of like we all grew up now with the golden age of wrestling, and we're now, you know, have yeah. kids and and all that. So that that makes sense. Um, you have all those leads behind you. What what percentage of the store is is wrestling figures and and how, how's it broken down?
1: Uh, wrestling has really been our bread and butter for the last several years. Uh, we, when we were doing conventions, we noticed, you know, you had your GI Joe guys, you had your star Wars guys, you had your, your, uh, comic book guys, you had all that, but you didn't really have a lot of wrestling vendors and myself being a long time wrestling fan. And, and I was sort of dabbling in the wrestling collectibles world at that time. I wasn't as deep as I am now, but, uh, I saw that that was something that there's definitely a market for. I would notice every time I would get some wrestling figures they'd sell quickly, and people were asking for wrestling stuff and so I thought, hey, you know nobody's really tapped into that market at these conventions, so that's kind of a segment of the market that was being underserved so i I decided to dive in heavy into wrestling, so I'd say that's probably eighty percent at least of our business so
0: you were doing from what I remember kind of when the switch from heroes and legends over to music city you're doing a lot of like online claim sales on your facebook page and stuff yep um, yeah what, what do you find people buy the most is it is it more newer you have a lot of newer stuff behind you right now but i know you mm-hmm. have a lot of older elites is it kind of 50 50 whether people want the new stuff or the old stuff or what
1: yeah, we, we still do those. We didn't do one this month, so we've been prepping for the store all month yeah. long, but we're going to start back up again in May. But, yeah, it's uh, it's funny because you've got, you know, you're, especially in the wrestling markets, you've got your legacy guys, your Hogan's, your Savage, your Flair's, your, you know, Andre's, your all those guys from the 80s, the golden age, so to speak, and then your Attitude Era guys that were popular. Uh, you know, they always sell no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a lot of guys that are looking for the newest, hottest thing that they can't find or. Uh, in some cases, they're going back and filling holes in their collection. So it is it is a good balance. We do off, try to offer a good variety and not just figures. We have everything in our sales from magazines to autographs to enamel pins to T-shirts to, you know, everything. So we try to offer a variety, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good split, you know, between new stuff and older stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got those wrestling buddies, the old Tonka wrestling buddies. I saw the a big wall of those, so that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. We got the full set. Yeah. Where Where do you get your stuff from? You don't have to go into like specifics. You don't have to give away the right. secret recipe. But are you <laughs> are you are you contacting people that have collections, or people coming to you? Are you do you have an in like an in with Mattel that you buy the new stuff? Like, walk me through how how you build an inventory to fill a store with.
1: Right. Well, that's, that's one of the things, you know, I've, I've been fortunate over the last couple of years, there's been some folks that have liquidated their collections and I've been fortunate enough to be able to purchase a large portion of that. So that helped a lot. Um, I do have direct distributorships with manufacturers that where we can get newer stuff. Uh, we don't get it as quick as ringside. Obviously they take care of them first, but, uh, you know, we do, we can't get stuff direct and, uh, yeah. It's just a mixture. You know, you got, you know, all the same places that all the collectors out there get stuff, you know, the Facebook groups, the yeah, Facebook yeah. marketplace, Craigslist, you know, I don't have time to hit yard sales and stuff like that. Like some people do, but uh, you know, it, once you, once you get established and people want to sell a collection and want to sell a large lot, uh, then they start seeking out, you know, a handful of people that they know that can take it all away and, and they can be done with it. So kind of benefit from that too, I guess.
0: Very nice, uh, you guys. I, I meant to mention. I mentioned it before you got on, but it's Music City Toys on Twitter and on Instagram, and it's Facebook dot com uh, slash Music City Toys to follow them on all social medias. Um, I did notice. I'm also a former Gamecock, so you got a you got a Gators hat on. So this is a real. <laughs> man distracting me while you're talking there it's just like we're we just can't get uh, on the same are, are you a yankees here. fan too is that an, uh, no no oh, okay, i'm actually good. a
1: dodger fan i'm okay. a lifelong dodgers fan, okay, so okay. No yankees
0: so, so. all right Whew. all right um <laughs> so were you worried about start like opening a store during the pandemic i guess it's kind of like if this was a year ago it, it, i don't know yeah. if you kind of push things back or walk me right. th- walk me through that because now things are starting to open up this is probably the perfect time people are ready to get out and and visit exactly. stores yeah. so yeah
1: yeah, it's, uh, you know, the last year was challenging for a lot of people in the collectibles industry that had brick and mortar stores, because that was one of the first things that obviously was shut down. It wasn't a, a necessity or, a, uh, you know, a, a business that had to be open. So uh, it did hurt a lot of people in that respect. But then everything shifted online and you saw virtual signings. You saw the rise of all the virtual signings. You saw all the people having claim sales all the time and live sales. Everybody's doing it now. We've been doing it for years. Everybody's finally on board there. So it, it, uh, it, it, has been a challenging year in many ways, but it was our best year we ever had last year. So well, we didn't nice. even, they didn't have to leave the house. So, you know, <laughs> you can't beat that, <laughs> that, uh, is, that but yeah, nice. so yeah, it's, it's, uh, a lot of people may question why is the right time. But for me, it was always a goal and something that I kind of had in mind that I was going to do. It was just a matter of finding the right situation and finding the right location, because we do have that strong. Uh, strong following online and a lot of loyal customers have been shopping with us for years and we've got people from about 14 or 15 different states that are driving in for our grand opening this weekend so uh, we're awesome. expecting a pretty big crowd yeah so it's it's going to be a big deal and and this area doesn't have anything like this so i think that's going to benefit us also uh, so yeah it's uh it's 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 the right time and place for me
0: and if somebody is uh you know people go Nashville is a, a huge destination for weddings and people visiting and yeah. just tourists. How, how about how far are you? But like, I think 45 minutes when I did a kind of rough search online of like how far you are from Nashville downtown.
1: Yeah, we're about 40 miles East. Uh, we're one County over to the East of Davidson County where Nashville located. So we're in Wilson County. Uh, we're in Eastern Wilson County. We're kind of in a rural area, uh, probably an area that people think, well, why, why did you pick that location? You know, we're in a, we're in a cool Old historic uh, section of downtown. It's a 120 year old building. It's got a a lot of characters it's a really cool building. So I, when I saw it, I knew that that was the, the spot wow. for me. I wanted I wanted to find a place that necessarily wasn't in the middle of the retail capital of the area, just for cost reasons. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I knew I knew you know I knew our customers online were going to travel to me because more people are traveling now for stuff. They're going on toy hunts and making that a thing. You know, it's like groups of guys and and women collectors everywhere, you know, traveling around looking for stuff. So I, I knew that wouldn't be an issue. I wanted to find a place that I could draw my customers to me and, and reach new local customers and, and some old old local customers that I hadn't seen in a while because there hadn't been any shows to do in the area. Uh, so, you know, I just, it's just a no-brainer for me. It was a no a no-lose situation. I'm going to use the storefront as an operation to do our live sales and uh everything so uh, they're gonna even be bigger than they have been before so uh it's just uh, the perfect situation and it it took a little a little uh try you know trying and searching but we finally found uh, the location that we feel is right for us and what we want to do so
0: that's awesome. I uh I I love you know since I've gotten back into collecting the last you know four or five years I really have yeah. searched out like stores like yours and in my area here it's it's there's there's a there's a couple they don't have a huge wrestling selection so yeah I think you know it's I think this now now is the time to really buy a local I, I'm just tired of WalMarts and Targets and Amazon like you know right. if if I can spend you know five dollars more and, and buy from a local person that you know is going to know hey you know chad knows i'm looking for this macho man i can go you know f- i'm a right. normal customer that's you know, that's what it's all about you know and it's really right. you know you pay for that service um you yeah. got you got dan Severn, for former ufc champ there on uh saturday then you got tatanka coming up in june you got demolition in august uh is that going to be a regular thing or are you going to increase that as as the story gets more established and and have kind of in-person signings there
1: yeah, definitely. That's something we're going to do on a monthly basis. So we're going to bring guests in each month, and hopefully soon we'll have an announcement on July. We kind of skipped over July. went from June to August, but we, uh, we, uh, we're we we definitely going to be doing that. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have monthly signings. And it won't just be all wrestling guests. We're going to have people from the entertainment world. We've actually got uh, Butch Patrick, who played Eddie Munster, on the uh, hit TV series, The Munsters, from the 60s. We're going to have him in here at the end of May, May 21st. Oh, cool. Um, so we're going to be doing more stuff like that also, some retired athletes. And uh, different stuff as well. So, because we, one of the things we do is, is also is autographs, and we've got a, a pretty vast and and uh, eclectic mix of autographs from the world of sports and entertainment. So that's something we're going to tap into, also.
0: Very cool. Uh, tell me about your personal collection. When at, at home, what do you what do you have? Are <laughs> you mostly a wrestling collector. Do you do you keep all that stuff? Just do you keep that on now at the store, and are you now just kind of like? once you get home, you kind of want to like remove yourself from the collecting world or what?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, people, people don't believe me when I tell them I don't have really have a collection. I don't really have that much, uh, you know, kind of to be, I guess, to be a dealer or to be in the business that you have to kind of detach yourself from that, or you'll want to keep everything that, that comes through the door, you know? So, uh, I've, I've trimmed down a lot. I really only have a few things that are sentimental to me, like guys that I've met that that I enjoyed watching growing up, you know, I might have an autographed photo of them on my office wall or, or I've got some, uh, some sports memorabilia from my favorite teams and I've got some old metal lunch boxes from all my favorite TV shows as a kid growing up and just that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't really have a lot. It's not worth a lot monetarily. It's worth a lot to me mm. sentimentally. Uh, but it's, it's definitely no, nowhere near my store inventory.
0: I got a couple of friends that are chefs. And, uh, if you went to their house right now and opened their fridge, they would have a, uh, a, a bottle of mayonnaise and some pickles in their fridge probably that's about <laughs> that. so it's yeah. it's kind of similar you know you, you do that's something funny, so yeah. much like i i sell wine and, and liquor for a living and uh i i don't have any you know i'll have a beer here and there uh but right. I, I don't i don't know remember the last time i opened up a bottle of wine just you're around you're around something so much it's kind of like you know um but uh success on the store man i'm really excited i'm hoping uh the family and I were planning a trip to Nashville before COVID started. Hopefully, we can get that re, okay. uh, re-established, and if we do, I'm going to make a trip down there. Uh, you're in our Facebook group. You post stuff from from time to time. We'll, we'll let people know. Uh, I want you yeah. to post some pictures from Saturday, and we'll get we'll get the hype going. And uh, next time you do a live claim sale, I want to I want to you know promote it out there. Uh, before we get you out of here, Chad, this is a question we ask all of our guests. Uh, hopefully this never happens, but if you're on, if you're on death row, you have one last meal, you can eat whatever you want. What would
1: it man. be? That's a tough one. You know, I was, I was, I was being a good boy for a long time. I was on a low carb diet, oh. lost some weight, Yeah, but, uh, that that's, that's fallen way by the wayside now, unfortunately. So, uh, I don't know, man, that is tough. I, uh, wow. One last meal that is tough, you know, I'm a big pizza guy. I do love pizza i love i love a good pizza that that might be uh that might be my choice. There's a local pizza place here, a brick oven pizza place that's uh really good. We've done a couple customer appreciation events there so I might have to get the uh the meat trio from there that might oh, be my last man. meal i' I'd probably take down the whole thing if I knew I was going <laughs> out so.
0: Nice, good answer. Well, Chad, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate all the success and, uh, we'll continue to help and promote the store and, uh, doing big things, man. I'm
1: excited for you. Yeah. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to come on and, and chat with you and uh, appreciate all the, the promotion you've been giving us. And, uh, hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more of us around the, uh, the fig cave there.
0: Hell yeah. All right, Chad, thanks for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your night. Appreciate
1: it. All right, man. You too. Thanks.
0: That was Chad Flat from uh, Music City Toys and Collectibles. Uh, again, you can follow them on social media, Music City Toys, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Chad's a great dude. Uh, one of the reasons I, I kind of, I think I reached out to him and invited him into the Fig Cave group because uh, he's always doing live, live uh, kind of uh, claim sales on his Facebook group before the store was open, and uh, I mean... I posted the picture on, on my on our Instagram the other day, and he's got a wall of elites and easily 500 elite figures on this wall. I mean, it's it's massive. Uh, so I'm excited to see uh, his his business grow. And uh, I I just think I'm really passionate about supporting small businesses. We have a couple stores here in the area. I'm about to publish a spreadsheet I have of every small every vintage toy store in the country i I made a spreadsheet by state with the address the phone number Uh, i will get that out to to the fig cave members uh very soon and uh again that's free to join our facebook group uh the so uh you know i see people all the time asking you know, i am traveling to virginia or i'm traveling to wherever you know anybody know of any good stores uh this is a nice tool to have in your back pocket of okay i'm I'm going to Massachusetts. They got seven stores. I'm going to hit these up. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So let's get into our uh, pick our winner for the Elite 83 Edge figure from uh, our friends over at the Dog Pound Wrestling Toys uh, group. Uh, let's get that pulled up right now. All right, let's 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 pick this review here. This is going to be LWO Anis is a name on Apple. I don't know if you get an Apple username. I don't, I don't know what mine is, but this is LW underscore O Anis. Phil takes you on a journey with wonderful guests. Talk about everything from how they started collecting to what's their favorite figure and trading cards and journey of going to different spots, trying to find the Holy grail of action figures. Whoa. That's a sentence right there to the ups and downs of figure hunting. It's truly a five-star podcast Keep up the great work. Well, LW, you have now won the Elite 83 Edge Figure from our buddy uh from the dog pound, Pete Winners. So, uh slide into the DMs on uh Facebook, Twitter, Grinder, Instagram, uh farmersonly.com. Wherever you want to hit me up, you can do that. I'll be available. <laughs> and uh yeah, I appreciate the love. There's a lot of cool reviews. A lot of nice five-star people uh, praising my return to the podcast world after my, uh, my Ravens podcast I did a long time ago. Uh, so thank you, LW, for the nice review. We'll get this sent out to you. And don't fret if you didn't win. We're doing another one next month, May. It's got to be May. May the 4th be with you, baby. I don't know what kind of figure we'll get, but Pete's, Pete's got a ton. He's also in the Fig Cave group. So check him out. I want to give a shout-out to some of our podcast buddies. Of course, the major wrestling figure podcast, Matt and Brian, the host, Smart Mark Sterling, the producer, uh, the man that keeps things rolling there. Uh, Great podcast. Check them out. If you don't, you probably live under a rock. Uh, If you listen to my podcast, you definitely listen to theirs. But uh, uh, become a Patreon subscriber to theirs because a ton of great bonuses. they got monthly cards they give out. Um, Their Facebook group is awesome as well. All kinds of bonus episodes, so check them out uh, on their Patreon. Our buddy Papa Bear, Kenny, from The Call Up, great podcast. Good interview-style podcast similar to this, but he's more uh, interviewing some kind of wrestlers. Uh, as opposed to collectors. He's done a little bit of everything. He just interviewed uh, the gentleman who designs a lot of the New Day's outfits, which is a which is a cool interview I'm looking to listen to. Uh, it's Duck Call-Up, D-A Call-Up. Call and, uh, of course, DJ and Tommy Paradise, the, the run-in podcast, which I'm a, a somewhat frequent guest co-host on. Uh, great podcast. I mean, they talk wrestling, wrestling figures, sports, current events, all kinds of fun stuff Tom spends all kinds of money he shouldn't spend on uh, everything from superheroes to Star Wars and everything in between uh, but uh, those guys make me laugh and I I, gr- I agree with a lot of uh, DJ's takes on wrestling I think we're like king- kindred spirit animals uh, of wrestling opinions so uh I'll start the song over we ran through the whole song. Last but not least, the WrestleGeddon podcast, another great wrestling figure podcast. Chris is the host there. Uh, he is a Target employee, so he has a lot of kind of background knowledge on some of the stuff when it's coming out and, and when to, when it's going to hit and all that stuff. So uh, check them out there. So I mean, between the four, between my podcast, you got you got five different podcasts you can listen to on any given day of the week. You know, if you're if you're in your car, you're driving, you commute to work. You know, five podcasts, five wrestling figure podcasts to listen to, uh, one for each day of the week. And then on the weekends you you know, just listen to Death Metal or something. Uh, and, and I'll give another shout out to our buddy Kyle Peterson, um, one of my favorite YouTubers. Does some unbox does a different unboxing every day. Every day he has a new unboxing. I'll also throw it out to our, our buddy Fig Heel, our buddy Figure Digger. And, of course, Pyramid Wrestling. They all do great unboxing videos on their YouTube. So that's four YouTubers, five podcasts. That's a, that's a, that's a lot. One of my favorite my favorite traditions during the week is to uh, come down here in the Fig Cave with a nice hot cup of coffee and watch the latest Kyle Peterson unboxing videos. So uh, check those guys out. We appreciate you guys listening. Hope you're enjoying the NFL Draft this week, and hope you're enjoying like kind of the beginning of uh, – the beginning of spring, but the beginning of some nice warm weather. You know, people are getting vaccinated. I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to see some stores. So uh, I'm excited about uh, the second half of this year. So stay tuned. We'll have a new episode next week. Thank you to Chad Flat from Music City Toys and Collectibles for coming on. Let me turn, this, turn the Phil Donahue music off here. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the show. Appreciate all the DMs and the uh, the love you guys are showing me, the five-star reviews. We appreciate the numbers are going up every single week, which is good, uh, which is what I want. I want some listeners. I want to spread the word. Spread the word. If you know someone who collects wrestling figures that would be interested in the show, tell them, to, tell them to give us a download. Check us out. So uh, have a great weekend, guys. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week. Peace you <music>